This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about Russia and Ukraine and numbers and why the U.S. released those numbers, what the thought process is behind releasing them, and why uh, I actually don't think it's going to matter. Not to a lot of people. Okay, so if you missed the news, the U.S. released declassified numbers when it comes to its estimates on what Russia has lost in its invasion of Ukraine. At the start of the conflict, Russia had around 900,000 active duty troops. They committed 360,000 of those to the invasion. Of those, 315,000 have been rendered KIA or WIA. For comparison and context, in the entirety of Operation Iraqi Freedom, the U.S. KIA, WIA rates uh, about 10% of that over the entire period um, of OIF. These numbers are incredibly high. Um, they released some other numbers, stuff people watching this channel might care about. Russia entered with roughly 3,500 tanks, of which they have lost 2,200. When it comes to IFVs and APCs, infantry fighting vehicles or armored personnel carriers, things that most people would call tanks, but they're not tanks. Um, They entered with 13,600. They lost 4,400 of those. Now, Russia is in the process. Their hope is to bump their numbers back up and have active duty of 1.5 million. They are relying heavily on recruiting people that Putin views as undesirable, basically. Um, The thing about that is they generally do not actually make good soldiers. So there's a distinct possibility that the rates may actually end up going up, as wild as that is. So, the question is, why is the U.S. releasing this right now, right? Something like this doesn't get released without a reason. Because by putting this out, it's the U.S. saying, this is what we believe. How accurate it is gives Russian intelligence a view of how accurate U.S. estimates are. So you can, you can assume that this is about as close to accurate as the U.S. can get. They're going to, they will render it a little bit inaccurate to kind of skew the opposition, but not by much. So this is what the U.S. actually believes. Why release it? 
because there are a bunch of politicians in the United States who keep asking, where is the money going? That's where it's going. That's where it's going. I mean, we talked about it in another video. It's actually going to a whole bunch of places in the United States where the money is going. But the product of that money being shipped overseas, this is what it's doing. The Biden administration, I think, is making an error in assuming that the people asking that question don't actually know already. Their reluctance to support the aid doesn't come from them not understanding what's happening or the scale of what's happening. Their reluctance comes from the fact that they share a far right-wing ideology with Putin. They don't want Russia to lose. I understand why the administration released this, but I don't think it's going to matter. I think that those people who hold that opinion, I don't think it's going to sway them. There is probably enough support to get the aid pushed through. It's going to take some wheeling and dealing like we talked about earlier. The Democratic Party is going to have to give up some stuff that they don't want to give up, which will probably hurt them in the election. Um, but they really don't have a choice if they want to get the aid through. Um, it, it's important to acknowledge that if you hear people, if you hear politicians ask what it's going to after these numbers were released or say that it's being wasted in, in the sense of some kind of corruption or whatever, you have to acknowledge now that these numbers have been released, if they're making those cases, it's because they want U.S. foreign policy to fail. They have chosen a far right-wing ideology over U.S. national interests. Now, understand there are certainly people watching this video who are like, I want U.S. foreign policy to fail. And that's fine. You're not a senator. You're not somebody who theoretically is supposed to be advancing U.S. foreign policy. After these numbers have come out, those who are opposed to the aid on the idea that it is corruption or being wasted or they don't know what's going on, it's all a front. They can't actually believe that now that they have seen these numbers. Um, those who oppose it because they're interested in peace or whatever, that's an entirely different thing. Um, I understand why the administration put these out when it did. Um, you know, if, if you don't know, there is a lot of high-level stuff going on right now when it comes to trying to push the aid through. I understand why they were released. I just don't think it's going to matter to a lot of the people who are willing to uh, are willing to literally cause the U.S. to fail, so they can support an ideology that has always failed.
they have to make the U.S. lose so they can feel better about their Twitter talking points. Keep in mind, like with any conflict, there are more civilian lost than combatants. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.